Blog Talk Radio. One bleeds red and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rival. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. On Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio with your host Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. We are live on Red vs. Blue after technical delays. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Red vs. Blue Friday Night Football, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. I'm Scott Atkins, team legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. And usually I'm joined by the Big Blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. If you are... Having problems in the chat room, please refresh your screen. Hopefully you can hear me now. Uh, thank you to our sponsors uh, at Scout Fantasy and FFToolbox.com. Big week for Scout Fantasy and FF Toolbox at the Fantasy Football World Championships, uh, the Roto Bowl drafts, the drafting goes, all the qualifiers, and now the newly uh, launched $35 leagues that are going to be launching on Scout and FFWC this week. This week will be the first chance at the $35 league, so we look forward to seeing you drafting those all day long, the Draft and Go leagues. And for those of you that want waivers and lineups, you'll have those too. So a little bit uh, for everybody. But this week was a big week because we launched the Fa- Scout Fantasy Premium uh, Fantasy Membership. Uh, the annual pass is only $5 a month. You get access to everything on the entire Scout Network. Uh, everything premium from the experts, the real experts around the industry, whether it be in fantasy sports, whether it be in recruiting, NFL, MLB, we have you in the locker rooms uh, of the teams all around the country. You'll have access to all the premium everything on the entire network for $5 a month. If you play in the Fantasy Football World Championship, your first year at Scout Fantasy is completely free. So pretty cool little perk uh, if you want to just try it out. Uh, a one-month pass is $7.95. A one-month pass is $7.95, and you get two months free. So that's the end of the plug there, but the membership is well worth its weight in gold. Uh, the preseason pro is coming out. Some of the uh, sleepers, busts, breakouts, comeback players, and the stash and cash players for 2014 will be released by some of the best high-stakes fantasy players on the planet. So that's very cool. Uh, that will, is supposed to be released next Friday, July 18th. So be looking forward to the preseason pro package. And again, if you're a Scout Fantasy member, guess what? All included. No extra cost from you. No reason to pull out the credit card or the PayPal. I know you would anyway, but we're including it in the Scout Fantasy uh, because that's just how we are. Uh, lots going on uh, this week. And, and again, we hope to, that we have Mike back on the air, but he was, he was about uh, ready to give up. Uh, I am going to let him know that it is working. There we go. Uh, and thank you to the chat room, the crew here, some of the best minds in the world of high-stakes fantasy football stuck it out with us with the technical problems. And we had a couple of giveaways here in the chat room. 
But I want to thank B-Saw, Championship Run, Code Cracker, Fantasy Smurf, Fantasy QB, Henry Muto, IPS Driver, Johnny, Kicking Bass, Urinal Mint, Wayne Ellis. Uh, Everything's picking up a little bit. Things are picking up a little bit. I think it's time. Once you have that 4th of July holiday, I think that's when everybody starts to kind of wake up. Everything kind of starts to stir, and, and you start to think about fantasy football a little bit more. So why not? You know, uh, That's what we're all here for, this hobby that we love. Fantasy football is here to stay. And uh, we hope that you give a, the Fantasy Football World Championships a try this year. If you're a player in high stakes, we know you'll love the format. It's a PPR league. It's an 11-man starting lineup. It helps you. Uh, it rewards the better, deeper drafters. If you have that extra player on your bench that you would like to start, you can go ahead and start them while your opponent struggles to field a lineup through the bye weeks and through the injuries. That's why the 11-man lineup makes sense for the high-stakes community. Uh, if you'd want to take a shot at the Roto Bowl, uh, <coughs> that's a smaller entry fee, $279 entry fee. Uh, and we are just announcing Red versus Blue is the first to hear it. The grand prize has been bumped from $25,000 to $50,000. We're paying out from, instead of 18 spots, paying out 30 spots. And we will have a special $500,000 mega prize if anyone can win the Roto Bowl and the Mock Draft World Championship. You can draft in the Mock Draft World Championship this year. If you remember that, that's the simulator against 11 computer opponents, a $500,000 mega prize. That's news released only here on Red vs. Blue. Where the email goes out tomorrow. Uh, you guys get the sneak peek, $500,000 grand prize. But again, uh, I'm really stoked that we, we increased the, uh, the, Roto Bowl, uh, the Roto Bowl championship prize. Now look, we had a lot of different ways that we could have done that Roto Bowl. We could have put the grand prize at $100,000 or maybe even $150,000. But we looked at the league prizes. We did not want to touch the league prizes. We give away $2,150 inside of every single league. Nobody else does that. And our entry fee is only $279. So you know what? Everybody wants that big carrot, that big prize. It's, a, you know, it's kind of a lottery anyway, the way most of us look at it. I mean, who really is going to – one person is going to win that $200,000 or $150,000 or $100,000 Grand prize? Well, we said, look, let's bump our grand prize to 50. Let's make it a little bit more respectable. We paid out a little bit deeper now. And we added a $500,000 mega prize uh, if you can win the Roto Bowl and the Mock Draft World Championship. Will it be hard? Sure. But once you draft your Roto Bowl team, you can take that exact team and really try to recreate that on the Mock Draft Simulator. Try and try and try and try again. Unlimited entries. And the Mock Draft World Championship this year, gang, it's free. No more $5. No more $5 here, $5 there. The Mock Draft World Championship is completely free. So mock away, ladies and gentlemen. Mock away at the Mock Draft World Championship. All of those details will be released on Saturday. Let's get to the news. Thank you for being here on Red vs. Blue. The big news was what? It was Josh Gordon, right? Uh, we just thought that we had been hearing rumors and whispers that the hearing might happen, and and we were banking on maybe an eight-game season out of Josh Gordon, which is still pretty good if you're Josh Gordon. Remember, he missed some games last year, and it didn't really bother him. But then the arrest happens, uh, and Josh Gordon is banished uh, out of Fantasy Kingdom. Oh, I think Mike has joined us now. Mike, can you hear us? Yes, I am. 
Hey, this Scott, how's going? Man, you, you were uh, having just, some uh, problems. I caught the, uh, caught the tail end of the uh, Rotobo, uh, which is one of my favorite contests. And uh, I hope everyone was able to uh, gravitate to what Scott was talking about. That Rotobo is a fantastic contest. Uh, you know, I just can't, uh, can't say enough about it. Uh, the price point entry and what you can win, uh, it, it's pretty much awesome. But uh, going to Josh Gordon, uh, man, I, I'll, I'll just let you keep on going with that, Scott. Good to be, yeah, good to be I know, on there I with know, you, both. I know you don't want to talk about it, and uh, it, this does seem like the Cleveland week, right? We had we started off yeah. with Gordon. It moved on to Manziel, rolling with his uh, little $20 bill there, whatever it was. And now yeah. it's the LeBron show uh, back in Cleveland. He's coming home. So uh, Cleveland has a lot going on for a sports town that doesn't do a lot of winning. But I think, uh, I think their basketball team will start to do a little bit more of that. Uh, let's, Mike, you did bring up, uh, again, another point about the Rota Bowl. We did not want to touch the league prizes. Uh, and when you put in $2,150 into the leagues, Look, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of dough for a $279 contest. So we're excited that the lead prizes are still very high, highest in the industry. The grand prize has been beefed up, and we added the mega prize for 500000 So, again, well, that is an exclusive right. to Red versus Blue, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and one thing about it, Scott, is there's, there's so many players out there, and I've talked about this before. There's so many players out there that are, you know, they, they just – they just can't pony up the cash to do the the big the big stuff the main the main entries, and uh, but they can still be able to be a part of a uh, a great uh, a great association like like you guys uh, FFWC and uh, and the others involved, but uh, and still do it and feel like they're on a big scale if if, if that makes sense. Well, look, uh, the Rotor Bowl is a big scale, right? When you can win a, your, your way into the world championship, when you can win two grand, uh, when you can win $50,000 and potentially $500,000, there's not a bigger mid-states contest that offers a $500,000 grand prize. So we're really excited about this right. year. The 10th annual Rotor Bowl, we wanted it to be special since it is 10 years now. Uh, so there it is. That is the, uh, that is the exclusive going to be exciting to announce and to talk about. Why don't you join us on the Scout Fantasy Message Boards? We would love to have you there. The, the boards have really been rocking. And, and I want to tell you, we had something uh, that we did this year for, for Scout members. We are, we are hosting live Q&A chats on our message boards. So just last night we had who we called the Auction Authority, a.k.a. Mike Weber, the Auction Authority, win a perfect 4-0 in his high-stakes auction leagues. And I've got to tell you, we did a one-hour Q&A chat yesterday, last night, Mike, on the message boards, and I learned more oh. about the auction fantasy drafts than I have my entire career playing fantasy just asking him the questions that all of the fans and myself wanted to ask. It was a lot of fun, and we'll be doing more of that. Uh, we'll be getting on the Chad Schroeders, the, nice. the Wayne Ellis's, the Billy Wasowski's, uh, the Kimra Schlesser's, the Jules McClain's, hey, best minds uh, the Mike hey, Santos. best minds. That's right. Everybody wants to hear uh, from them, and they, they, they have been very supportive of our promotion of the high-stakes players. So uh, that's what we're going to continue to do. And, uh, Mike, let's get right to the news, the rest of the news. There is optimism regarding Rob Gronkowski. So let's talk about the Gronk. This is a guy that we have never – it's always Gronk watch, right? July, August. Yeah. It's one of these guys that you either decide you're going to draft – 
But eventually comes the time where you have to ask yourself, would I draft him? So in our format, it's a straight PPR. It's not one and a half or anything like that. Like the FFPC, it's a one PPR league. So I've got to ask yourself, whereabouts are you okay with? And I ask this to everybody in the chat room. At what point in the draft are you saying, you know what, I can't let the Gronk slip any further? Is it the third round? Or is it the fourth round? Or, I mean, is it even further than that? Because we know if the Gronk is healthy and the preseason goes along and you start to see that he's playing okay in the preseason, are you confident or are you thinking, you know what, he's just going to get injured again by week three? You know, I'm, I, I th- I'm leaning more toward uh, being confident in uh, the mid-late third round. Uh, I, I don't want him slipping into the fourth round. Uh, I would go ahead and take him, Scott, uh, you know, if I was you uh, or anybody out there. Uh, this guy is going to put up – I think he'll put up some pretty good numbers. Uh, so I will, uh, I will say third round. I mean, if you don't have a tight end and – if you've got your wide receiver, it depends on your roster. Uh, the way your roster has been uh, drafted so far in the first and second round, I mean, if you've got solid stuff, you know, looking at you, I would go ahead and uh, I'd go ahead and take him in the in the late third. Well, look, we know that the solid, the third round is full of solid players. It's very hard for me to turn down one of those guys. But let me read you some of the comments in the chat room. John E., if I know Gronk is going to play by week five, I'll take him in the early third. Uh, Bright Side of Life says, third round, I am on him. And then we got Kicking Bass says, I need to see him play in a preseason. I need to see no, him play in the no. preseason to take him before the fourth round. So... You know, look, it's uh, it's very hard to turn down the players that are in the third round, Mike. I mean, there, there's there's very good players. Yeah. One of those players right. uh, that that has been drafted routinely in the third round uh, is is your boy Zach Stacy. Now we're going to talk about him, but let's 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 talk about the third round. Let's talk about Keenan Allen. Let's talk about Doug Martin potentially falling to the third round. Julius Thomas, Pierre Garcon. These are, these are big names that are falling to the third round. I, I think I would have to take all those guys before Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, you're right, Scott. And uh, all those guys are, uh, are uh, you know, they're formidable. But uh, the bottom line is, uh, is a healthy Rob Gronkowski better than all those names that you, that you just mentioned? Well, at healthy, yes. I, I, I totally, I totally and that's agree. And so, I mean, a, so that's what we're going thing. at. Uh, so, so that's that's kind of the uh, crapshoot in uh, drafting, uh, and what you do, uh, you know, how you go about it. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Gronk, but uh, I like I like all the guys that you uh, mentioned before him too. Uh, here's the thing with Gronk: you're going to get 20 points out of him. Five out of his seven games that he played last year, he scored 20 points. Five of the seven games that Gronk played in last year, he scored 20. The other two games, five points and six points. So he did have a couple of, you know, duds in there. But five of the seven, he's scoring you 20, 25 points, one time even 30. So he was back to being himself. The problem is he only got you seven games, and he wasn't there for you when you needed him to cash. And that's, that's the scariest part about the Gronk. It seems very chronic at this point. It might be Rob yeah. Kronikowski. Uh, Rob Kronikowski, right. I'm going to go ahead and bring in the <laughs> fantasy executive from the 202. Uh, exec, can you hear me? 
What's going on, Akin? What do, you, what, do you, what do you think about that name, Rob Kronikowski, man? Um, you know what? I can go with it. I think it's a pretty good name. I think it's decent. And and I hear you. I come on. First of all, let me first of all let me start off by giving a shout out to two of my favorite dudes in the industry. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting back right now, having me a couple cold ones, sitting back on a Friday night. And I tell you what, if I ever find a young lady foolish enough to marry me, I think I want you two guys in the wedding party. So there you go, Michael Trent. You can be my best man. Got actors, you can be a part of the process also. How's everybody doing tonight? You got that. You got that right, Corey. I'll be right there with you, bro. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate we, that. I'll wear, I'll wear the red suit. Mike can wear the blue. And uh, oh, Mike, did I tell you? I'm, I'm going to be in South Bend November 22nd. That's my dad's birthday. The Notre Dame Irish tickets went on sale today. I'm going to be in Notre Dame for the first time in my life in South Bend watching the Louisville Cardinals take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Taking wow. my dad. That's going to be a very cool. Actually, I've never been cool. there. Have you guys ever been to South Bend? Never. Never been to South Bend. Touchdown, Jesus. I love it, though. Oh, That's neat, Scott. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun, man. I mean, that, that, yeah. wow. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Well, uh, uh, Exec, let's get right to it, man. Thank you for the props, bro. We, we think the world of you, too. Let's talk about uh, the Gronk real quick. We just, we just said where would you oh, draft him real quick. Uh, just short answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple of names, and I want you to tell me if you would draft Gronk or that player, okay? Keenan Allen. You, you'll take Keenan Allen, right? i take Keenan Allen. And, and this, is, this is considering Gronk going through a healthy preseason. No setbacks. Uh, Doug Martin. Okay. Wow, gee. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to toss me off softballs. That's a tough one right there. But I think I, I think I would have to go. I think I would go Gronk over Doug Martin. But I am not a fan of either player. Man, you know that's that's something, dude. You you are you thinking that Charles Sims is going to pick up that production or something? The production of Doug Martin is healthy. It's going to be pretty good. I don't like volume running backs. Okay. I don't like running backs that need twenty, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. 25 carries to put up 20 fantasy points. I like running backs that can get it done with 15. I like running backs that can get it done with 18. I do not like volume running backs. If the team falls behind in the game yeah. and they go to the passing attack, you lose the player. So I like to keep my running back guys that stay on the field, regardless of the situation, regardless of the score, and can make plays. I like playmaking running backs. I don't look at Doug Martin as a playmaking running back. Yeah, he can. He can lose. I totally agree with you, Corey, because he can lose you a lot of points on any given yeah. Sunday. I mean, he can really kill you. You guys yep. are so oh. wrong. You, I, I remember the Muscle Hamster game oh, against goodness. the Raiders, bro. Now that was the Raiders, but uh, that was a that was a very special playmaking game for Doug Martin. Now, real quick, before we move on to the <laughs> next topic, show me the money! <laughs> ah, you got it. Uh, we are going to do prize giveaway number three right now. Oh. For those of you in the chat room, a $35 Scout Fantasy League to the person who can answer this trivia question, 2013, which quarterback behind Cam Newton was the number two quarterback in rushing yards for the 2013 season? Uh, which quarterback was in rushing, came in second I think Cam I know Newton the answer. in rushing Yardage. Mike, go ahead and give it a guess. And, you know, go ahead. Colin. Kaepernick. Okay. All right. All right. I, I still haven't seen the correct answer in the chat room. Urinal Mint, Russell, Fantasy Smurf, Wilson, Kicking Bass, Cap, Kicking Bass, Andrew Luck, Championship Run, Cap, 
No, no, no. Electric Relish, answer Wilson. No, you guys wow. still haven't caught it yet. And the other thing is, uh, Coke Cracker says Carson Palmer. <laughs> no, we still don't have a winner. Matt DeLima comes on and says he knows it. He'll have to give this away if he wins it. He's not allowed to play in uh, Scout Fantasy League. Our editor in so chief at FF Toolbox. It's not Cap or Russell Wilson, right? Not Cap, not Wilson, not Luck. Bing, there it is. Electric <laughs> Relish, Terrell Pryor, 576 yards. You guys remember Terrell Pryor. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Good, good yeah. one, Scott. That's a good one. Yeah. His, his name was tucked in there with Cam, Terrell, Wilson, Colin Kaepernick, and RG3. I'm like, nobody's going to get that. But good job, Electric Relish. Make sure you email me, Scott, at FFToolbox.com after the show. I'll make sure you get hooked up with that $35 Scout Fantasy League. That does, they, those do launch this week. Uh, exec, let's move on. Uh, there's lots and lots of news that we could talk about here. I mean, I don't want to bore everybody with news. we got Andre Johnson talking, asking for a trade. Talk, to, talk about that real quick. I, I know you guys talked about that on the air this week. Uh, if he goes somewhere else, there's two questions. One, what can we expect out of Andre? And two, DeAndre Hopkins gets a pretty big opportunity. Yeah, you know, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a, I don't think Andre Johnson goes anywhere. He has a big payday coming up. The Texans are not going to trade him. They're not going to move him. He's going to be a Houston Texan. The big payday is coming up. He'll probably miss a good part of training camp. He'll come back towards the last week, right before the season starts, and he'll get off to, and he'll, and he'll start the season off on a slow start. He's going to start off on a slow start <clears throat> to the season, folks. Slow start to the season for Dre Johnson. So now Hopkins has an opportunity to excel. But you know what? I just don't think DeAndre Hopkins is just that good. Not a Chris route runner. I think he's going to have trouble getting chemistry now. They're going to hear how good he looks in training camp and stuff like that. But players I'm not drafting, Houston Texans wide receivers, Andre Johnson and DeAndre, uh, Andre Johnson and, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mike, comment on, uh, on either of those players? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I just love uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Ceiling. I mean, his ceiling is so high, and it just uh, it, it amazes me uh, to think that people don't realize uh, what he can do. Uh, Andre Johnson, hey, he's still he's still tough. He's still he. I mean, he's still a top uh, wide receiver. So uh, I I I don't think you you can discount either one of the two. All right, I want to move on to this Zach Stacy discussion. Zach Stacy was named a bust officially on the FF Toolbox website. We have our best of our, uh, our staff and high-stakes players doing our team outlooks. And the St. Louis Rams outlook was assigned to one Brad Cruz, a.k.a. the Fantasy Assassin, a very accomplished high-stakes drafter. And when he calls Zach Stacy a bust, you need to at least take a second look. Now, it, I, I went in saying, you know what, I, I don't think there's anything I dislike about Zach Stacy, especially in the opportunity and that team and that offensive line. But the one thing that I keep coming back to, and Exec, I'll point to you first, the only time that Zach Stacy really got things going from a fantasy perspective were those games when he had 25 carries. Now, that's not going to happen as much as it happened last year because you've got the quarterback back and you spent a third-round price on Trey Mason. So, Zach Stacy, is he a bust in the third round? I'm not touching Zach Stacy. Once again, I talked about Doug Martin. I put Zach Stacy in the same boat. Volume running back. I dislike, I stay away from volume running back. I like running backs that can get work without the volume. <laughs> not to mention the fact, okay, they can tell you Zach Stacy's our guy. 
they can tell you Zach Stacy dominate the Cavs, but actions speak louder than words, Scott. And when you draft Trey Mason in the third round, that's an action. You don't spend a yeah, third that, round pick on a guy that's going to sit on the bench. Not going to have Zach Stacy on any of my fantasy football teams this year. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel. What do you, what do you say, Mike? No, I, you know, I'm sorry, uh, Corey, I totally disagree. Uh, wow. I think Zach Tasty is going to be a huge impact on Green Bay's offense. Uh, uh, he's going to do what he wants, when he wants. Uh, they're they're going to need him. They're going to need him because Randall Cobb is going to be healthy. Everything, all, all, all things are going to be in motion. St. Louis. Zach Stacy, St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Mike. Mike. Mike has spoken. Okay, Mike has spoken. He's he's been, you know. Look, hey, Mike, you're into baseball mode right now. I know you want to talk about baseball. We're not gonna do it here. Okay, this is not. Uh, we're not talking uh, cards and and red. We're talking Zach Stacy as a buff. And look, I have to agree. Okay. If you spend that high of a pick on Trey Mason, there's that means he's pretty high on your board. He's pretty high on your board as, as far as an offensive player is concerned. So I, uh, I'm not saying that uh, Trey Mason is going to jump out and, and do anything in year one, but I am going to say that Zach Stacy, like uh, like the exec pointed out, he needs those carries to get going and to have a real productive day. Plus, you know, how many times is he going to get in the red zone? Probably, I mean, maybe more than last year. At least they got Sam Bradford back, so the offense should be better. Uh, but they were relied on Zach Stacy quite a bit last year because they didn't have their quarterback. Go ahead, Mike. I'm so, I, yeah, I'm sorry, Scott. I misspoke. Uh, uh, Zach Stacy is going to be uh, extremely explosive uh, with St. Louis because th- this is a team. St. Louis has a uh, they've improved dy- dynamically on their defense. I mean. And their defense is going to shut people down. They're going to be be on the uh, field much more. So I I do expect big things from uh, Zach Stacy. What the? Huh. Uh, the chat room wants to know, Corey. Uh, are, who who's went, who went to the carnival uh, and, and and brought and brought the kids? Uh, kids, uh, it, it's bedtime, kids. <laughs> no, nah, the fantasy executive, the little execs are off the chain on Friday night. They've been asleep early all week. In a good, in a good time. <laughs> but right now, tonight, all, hey, hey, the, kids, the kids are turned up tonight. But listen, I'm sorry about that, folks, but I'm still going to get the good knowledge and the good information out there. That's what we come for. Don't worry about the kids. Worry about the words coming out of my mouth. Because I'm going to win 150 I, grand this year. Yeah, tell them to pack, pack, them pack their lunch, son. Corey, Corey, pack Corey. Their lunch, son. <laughs> yeah. Corey, <laughs> Corey one, one, thing, one thing about it is the kids know that Zach Stacy plays for uh, St. Louis and not Green Bay, unlike me. They do know that. My son, my son was like, Zach Stacy played for St. Louis, daddy. Uh, 15 minutes left in the program. Corey Parson, the executive, stopping by for a visit. We're talking late first-round running backs here. If you have a late-round draft position, you, you, you kind of like it because the, the draft is pretty loaded this year. You have a lot of options at the table, and you've got to figure out what you're going to do with this pick. Uh, you can come back. You can get your wide receiver. Maybe you can take an, uh, mm-hmm. you can take an A.J. Green. You can take a Brandon Marshall. Uh, you, you, know, you might get lucky and take a Des Bryant or something like that. But you also, at the, it's coming back in that early second round, 2-2, two, 2-1, two, two, you need to figure out if you're going to take a running back, you have a couple to choose from. Le'Veon Bell, Monty Ball, Giovanni Bernard, and DeMarco Murray. 
Exact. How do you break wow. this tie, man? How do you break this tie with all these second-round guys and a guy like DeMarco? Well, I only got two running backs that I'm willing to take in the first round. LaShawn McCoy and DeMarco Murray. So DeMarco Murray is my guy. That's a first-round pick for me. I'm not looking at no running backs in the second. So Murray's the one for me, a first-round guy. Now, if I do decide to go with a running back in the second round, it would be Le'Veon Bell. I got Le'Veon Bell as my 2014 breakout player. You look at the work he did last year in 13 games, scored over 40 passes, not to mention the fact that he showed durability once Ben Roethlisberger called him out. The offense got better once, ben, once, once, once Le'Veon Bell got on the field. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers offense this year. I want everything to do with Antonio Brown, not to mention the fact that I love Zach Stacey. He's going to be my breakout guy. Listen, you want to win on your quarterback? Wait till round 13 to take Big Ben. You can win a chip with him. You can cash out. You can be with Scott in Vegas with Mirage holding that big check if you draft well, Corey, right, I'm baby. telling you. Mm-hmm. Look, Corey, let me I'm, ask I'm, you. Look. Well, let me ask you real quick. Uh, say you're uh, drafting uh, in a 12-teamer. Uh, say you're drafting number seven. Yes. And uh, knowing Calvin's that – Calvin's gone. Uh, Calvin's already gone. Yeah, Calvin's yeah those guys are gone. Uh, yeah. Would you take a chance at, say, seven or eight with uh, DeMarco Murray or uh, yeah, Le'Veon I would, I would, Bell? Yeah, I would draft DeMarco Murray. At, not, not Bell. I would draft Murray at seven or eight, and I would draft. You see, let me tell you, if Demarius is on the board, I'm going to go Demarius. But if Demarius and yeah. Calvin are going, I'm going DeMarco Murray at seven. Gotcha. At seven. Eight yards per carry in a, in a, in a, towards, the end of the, towards the end of the season last year. Scott Linehan off is going to catch 50, maybe even 60 passes. If he plays yeah. 16 games, he will be a top three running back. I'm all in on Murray. I'm all in on Murray. I'm all in on Bell. I'm all in on McCoy. The rest of the running backs, you can have them. Yeah, there you go. You know, I think uh, you're stealing my thunder here, Zach, because I think everybody Sorry. still has that sour taste about DeMarco Murray uh, from years past where he didn't uh, play a full season. But 14 games last year is a real good season for a running back. And this guy, if you go back and watch the footage of him, unstoppable monster is what you have there. Uh, I'm real interested about what Mike Munchak does uh, from, from Tennessee coming over to Pittsburgh to coach the offensive line for Le'Veon Bell. I'm interested to see what, what that does for that offensive line. I think, I think Munchak makes a better offensive line coach than he did a head coach. So put him back where he belongs and let him coach that offensive line for Pittsburgh. No, and I agree, and I think that's a good move. And the offensive line has definitely been a problem in Pittsburgh in years past, and I think this is the year that they get it together. And I'm all in on Steeler offense, and I, and, I, and I agree. Mike Munchick has coached good offensive lines in the past. I think he continues to put in good work this year. They've added some pieces. They're starting to get that system together. So I'm all in on Munchak this year. I think, I think Murray, Mike, is one of the few backs – Along with, yeah. I mean, other than the big names at the top, the Adrian Peterson, Matt Forte, McCoy, and Charles, they, we, they've all proven that they can dominate the position. But other than that, Eddie Lacy and DeMarco Murray are two names that stand out to me that I say, you know what, I could see that guy being the number one running back because of, they passed the eye test to me. Well, Just physical, dominant, and can't be stopped running backs. Well, I, I agree with that, Scott. Uh, uh, you know, I love Eddie Lacy at Green Bay. I finally got it right now. Uh, Instead of uh, Zach Stacy, but uh, I love Eddie Lacy, Green Bay. I mean, he is he's a, he's a can't miss. Uh, I don't think the Marco Murray is a can't miss because when was the last time a uh, running back 
for Dallas produced in fantasy uh, situations. Points. Well, besides uh, last year, besides his dominating, you mean besides last year or what? I mean, besides last year, I mean, it just doesn't happen much. It just doesn't well, happen hey, much. Well, hey, the exec dropped off. Thank you, exec, for, uh, for joining us for that, uh, for that stint tonight. We really appreciate it. 707, you're on the air with Red vs. Blue. Hey, guys. First of all, I enjoyed listening to you guys. I listened to you throughout last season and enjoy your uh, commentary and, and good advice and the good hosts you guys have, your guests you guys have, too. i got a quick question for you. And everybody, it seems everybody's on this draft late quarterback, draft late quarterback, and, you know, um, all that. And I, what I did in my league, I mean, it's kind of unusual circumstances, I, I, I went the top 12, the number one, the difference between the number one, number 12 player in quarterback, running back, and receiver, the difference between the quarterback with 164 points per game. Um, yeah. It's a very oh, unusual. It's not kind per of a game, high per point. season. No, it's per game. It, it, um, you get uh, a point per yard, 60 points for a okay. touchdown. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold I don't on. know if you guys... Wait, wait, sorry. 707, look, uh, if you're talking about a point per yard type of fantasy league, you can't call up this show because nobody at all else plays that type of league, so we can't even relate to you, bro. We can't relate to you. Thank you so much for listening, but I can't help you with one point per yard league. I have no experience of that, and nobody does. Nobody. A for a yard? He said 164 points per game, Mike, okay? So I don't know if that was trolling uh, or if it was fun, but either way, thank you for being a listener. We really appreciate it. Uh, but you're going to have to ditch that one league point and, per yard? And, and, join, and join a regular scoring league. I mean, can you imagine thousands of points being racked up Good on your God. fantasy league and you're watching it go on? I mean, there's no Good way you can God, keep track. I- Dude, I'd, I'd, I'd run out there and uh, put myself as Mike Trent, quarterback. Funny, I'd throw out there funny caller, though. Funny caller, because if he, if he was being serious, he had such a straight face, uh, laced attitude. i got to give him a prop, and if, if he'll hang on, I'll probably yeah. give him a, a, a credit for a $35 league. Let him call back in. Let him call back in. No, 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 no more calling back in, but maybe we'll give him a credit. Uh, Third-round wide receivers, Mike, let's talk about – the decision that you have to make when you're trying to get that wide receiver, let's say you gobbled up on your running backs and now it's time to take a wide receiver and you've got guys like Floyd, Hilton, Patterson, and Harvin. How do you break that tie? What is it about any of those guys that makes you say, you know what, I'm going to take this guy? Uh, speed. Speed and uh, I, I think Patterson and Hilton, uh, they stand out to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Floyd th- did have a thousand-yard season last year, uh, even with uh, having a very bad year uh, by Carson Palmer uh, in Carson Palmer standards. Harvin was hurt. I don't think he's ever had a thousand-yard season, and I don't think. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Seattle has ever had a thousand-yard wide receiver under Pete Carroll. Uh, you might have to double check that. But I don't think they've ever had a thousand-yard wide receiver. So I'm not so sure that Percy Harvin, you know. Fixes that, right? Harvin's had a year where no, he's close no, to they won't. Uh, and yeah, there's no reason to really change what you were doing there. Uh, so no, I, I look at Patterson no. with Norv Turner potentially and Teddy Bridgewater as a, a, a yes. playmaking explosive guy. But if there's any name on that list that really gets me going, dude, and I think I think Floyd should be drafted before Fitzgerald this year, just so I know. But I think they cannibalize each other's value to the point 
where it makes them not part of this discussion. But T.Y. Hilton, right. I really think with the weapons they have in Indianapolis, the fact that they're spreading to every, you know, this, this team out with wide receiver weapons, I think T.Y. Hilton has just scraped the surface with what him and Luck are going to do. You have to remember in the playoffs how dominant T.Y. Hilton was with Andrew Luck, and that's not going anywhere. That's not going anywhere. It's just going to get better. He's going to have more targets than last year. He's, he's, he's yeah. going to have more room where he's not just the only guy with Hakeem Nix there. You're going to be a better offense. Dwayne Allen there, there's more weapons. So T.Y. is going to have more of an opportunity to get open and beat defenders. And I, and I think he's more, he's more of an elite receiver than I think Torrey Smith, just, just to get yeah, that out of the way. This could be a fun season for T.Y. Hilton, no doubt about it. Uh, plus the trust that he has and uh, luck. So th- this th- th- this could be a lot of fun for these guys. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for being here. We've given away several leagues in the prize giveaways tonight. We'll make sure that you guys get those. Um, there's six minutes left in the program because of the errors that we yes. had. Uh, talk to me about Alfred Morris, Mike. Robert Griffin III came out today and said that uh, Alfred Morris was the most uh, – most dangerous offensive weapon that they have on on their squad. Uh, that the what is not the the biggest offensive weapon. And we look at him in fantasy circles and we say, but he doesn't catch the ball. He doesn't catch the ball, uh, so we don't give him consideration uh, with only nine receptions. So is he a guy that will ever even be on your team? I saw him slip last night. I no. kid you not. In an FFWC draft, he slipped to like. Four nine. Now, Wayne Ellis, if you're still in the chat room, at what point does Alfred Morris, if you're in a competitive league and Alfred Morris continues to fall, at what point do you draft him or do you just say never? I, personally, me, I say never. Uh, first off, you got a hurt quarterback. you got a quarterback that probably will not be relevant again. And I, I hate to say this, but RG3 will never be relevant again in NFL. So You are so that wrong, means, bro. No, I'm not wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Uh, so that means you got you got to rely on Alfred Morris. Well, what are you going to do? The defense is going to put eight in the box. I mean, even it's a weak – it's a weak, the weakest division in NFL is uh, – the NFC East. I mean, you're talking about uh, Dallas, Philly. You know, I mean, it's a weak division. Right. But uh, the the bottom line is, Alfred Morris is not going to make a difference this year. RG3 mm. is not going to make a difference this year. Mm. You don't think RG3 throws for 4,000 yards with the addition of uh, Deshaun Jackson? No. No. I do yeah. not. Well, you know who's going to – an unhealthy, an unhealthy RG3 rushed for 500 yards last year, 489 to be exact, in 13 games. So if he's healthy all year, don't you think he rushes for at least 600 yards this year? Uh, how many times have we said if he's healthy? Yeah, okay. All right, so that's the card you're I'm playing. tired of hearing that. The, uh, the, 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 the bottom line is he's not healthy. He can't play NFL football to a healthy standard. Okay. Uh, I, want, I want to get the pulse of the chat room here real quick. Uh, for Alfred Morris, championship run says no catch equals no draft. Bright side of life, RG3 is the biggest weapon. Wayne Ellis says fifth round. Thank you, Wayne. That's what I wanted to know. Fifth round, he would take a shot on Alfred Morris. 
Uh, Kicking back, Morris in the late fourth if I need a running back. Uh, championship round thinks you're being way too harsh on, uh, very harsh on RG3. John E., I'll take Morris if I need an RB2, and there's no starters left in PPR. Wayne also says low-end RB2. Okay, thank you, guys. Yeah, look, it's, that's, that's the thing. It's just not one of the guys that I want to leave Vegas with on my team. I'd rather go to no. war with so many other guys than Alfred Morris. And if there's a, re- there's a reason that he's falling, you know, there's a reason because people are taking Shane Vereens and Jordan Camerons and Bishop Sankey's. I mean, we could talk about Bishop yeah. Sankey, right? Bishop yeah, Sankey that, thinks that uh, he's going to have a pretty good year, and he's got Dexter McCluster and Sean Green to compete with. I would much rather – it's just me. I would much rather take a shot on Bishop Sankey than Alfred Morris. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Scott. I mean, you know, I mean, because it, it's gotten to the point now to where uh, that first round, if you don't get a premier running back that first round, uh, you can step back and wait and wait and wait. And uh, you can get a Bishop a Bishop Sankey. I mean, the dude looks good. I mean, they love they love the kids. So uh, why not? Uh, well, Gang, sorry about the short show this week. ScoutFantasy.com. Make sure you go sign up for your membership. Uh, take the trial. Seven fifty for your month. You get two free months for free, and that will give you – guess what, gang? That gives you the preseason pro package that we're going to release. The bus, the breakouts, the sleepers, the comeback players, and your late-round stash and cash player. You're going to get it from all of our high-stakes pros uh, that's usually uh, an item that we're going to we sell for for nine ninety five. It's included in the Scout Fantasy, so you might as well sign up for the for the subscription, and you'll get it included. You'll get access to the entire Scout Network, fishing, hunting, college, NFL, MLB, and fantasy. Everything we do premium. Mike, thank you uh, for being hey, uh, here and showing thanks, up. And and enjoy your weekend, guys. We will see you guys next week on Red versus Blue, the live Rotable Draft, right here. You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.